Hello and welcome to a bonus Epic Loot Radio podcast. I'm joined by some of the best New World content creators out there. Uh, the studio loot, uh, loot, the loot, <laughs> the studio loot team. We got Danny, got Bordy, BDLG, uh, joining me to talk about the future of New World. We just saw the one year anniversary stream. Uh, we kind of celebrate one year as we step into year two. And generally curious because I've seen a lot of mixed reactions to uh, that kind of stream, myself included. I've I have some conflicting thoughts, but I'd like to actually, uh, Danny. I'd like to get your thoughts on: uh, Did that one year anniversary deliver for you? Was there things that you felt like were missing? And uh, yeah, floor's yours, dude. Yeah. Um, no, in a nutshell. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, it really didn't. I, I think it. I think it. I think it did in its own right. You know, they they put out a really nice video. It was good to see the team and everyone who's involved in the, in, in the back. And they're human. And you know, it's not robots making this game. And and you know, we're getting to know them. And that's really cool. That is really really nice. Um, I, I think on the flip side, people were just expecting. We, our expectations were through the roof. You know, and I think that potentially was maybe our downfall like we were all expecting a lot so I, I was expecting maybe um information on brimstone launch or roadmap or a birthday cake in game you know or mm-hmm. something would have been nice but i think i think they sort of missed the boat a little bit and there's there's so much hype around new world right now and it could have just been like here have have something to talk about until we're ready to drop some more news but yeah i think they missed i think they missed a bit of an opportunity there to be honest what do you think morty Sorry, I was muted. I apologize. Uh, I, I am so sorry, Brian. Things are hectic, man. What was the question that you asked, Brian? I am so sorry. Oh, man. dude, do not worry about it. I love it. I love this. It's just a real thing. Like, oh gosh, we're we're human beings, just gamers, just getting together to talk about it. Uh, so, from the uh, the dev update that we got for the one year, like, did you feel like they hit the nail on the head? Do you feel like there was anything they kind of left out there? Um, were you walking away excited, or were you walking away kind of like, man, they really missed the mark? What do you think? No, I mean, I thought it was okay. Like, I think a lot of people were very disappointed because it was the one-year anniversary, and so people were expecting some announcement of, like, some big skin, some big something that's going to come in, like, like crazy, you know? And and I, I was kind of hoping for something a little bit more like a, like like that, like a skin announcement or or the Brimstone announcement or something like that. But at the end of the day, it was, it was okay. Um, I was, like, it was one year, you know what I mean? It's one mm-hmm. year. It's kind of like this big milestone, and I think that's why a lot of people were disappointed. We just wanted to some, like, some big celebration, you know what I mean? Instead of just the dev video, but overall I thought the video just in and of itself was good. Had some good information in there. Um, the, the listening to them talk about brimstone, I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. It was an hour and 22 minutes long, which was crazy. We did get some awesome news dropped in there for raids, for, for mounts, for some other really yeah. cool stuff that we know is coming to the game. So that was really dope. Um, but all in all, it was like, I, I just was hoping for like a big, like, like boom, you know, a big surprise for the one year. But it, overall, it was, it was cool, man. I mean, it, it was all right. Do you think uh, leaks contributed at any to kind of our disappointment? Because, like, yes, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think that's what really the downside of leaks are. Is like they're exciting, but I feel like it takes a lot of the thunder from the devs, right? Them coming in like loadouts, them coming in raids. It's like them, you know. It's like yeah, <laughs> all right. But uh, so. What would have redeemed the whole thing? Obviously, it was a, it was a long presentation. I love the information. I, I actually, I was like, this is this is really something I enjoy. I love hearing devs talk because I feel as an engineer myself that I'm able to glean a lot of insight and understand the processes in a, in a very deep way, a very personal way. Not everybody's going to do that, but I also like the dev, you know, the commentary from movie makers, you know, just like, oh man, like, what are they talking about? So I find all that stuff interesting, but what would have been one thing that they could have done in that last segment? I think if we don't, if we don't look at the whole thing, we just look at the ending, what would you have felt like would have been that kind of moment for you? If you could only pick one thing, I'll, either Danny or BDLGA. Go, go on, Bordy. Go for it. Uh, one thing. So I think one thing that could have been like the redeeming moment, I think is if they would have been like, here's a, here's a in-game skin to celebrate the one year anniversary or like a, uh, here's a, here's a party that's going to be happening on every server at X in in the middle of Everfall. We're going to have like, here you go. It's decorated up for the one year anniversary. Go check it out. And here's like some free, some free in-game things. You go to this, this NPC and grab like, I don't know, grab like a free cosmetic or something. I think that would have been really dope. Just some kind of celebration for the players to get really excited about would have been really cool. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I think they have their plate so full with brimstone right now that it's just falling at the one year anniversary mark. And so 
I mean, we are getting brimstone essentially for the one year anniversary. Um, it would have been cool to have something on the day, but I'm not super disappointed. Like a lot of people, I think it's fine. Ultimately, uh, dude, we're getting brimstone in like, I don't know, two, three weeks. So it's, it's, it is what it is, but yeah, just something like that, I think could have really helped like turn the attitude towards that thing for sure. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Danny? Yeah, I, I just wanted a birthday cake in game. <laughs> that was it. Don't even have to eat. Don't even have to have any attributes on it. You know, no luck, Probably no nothing. Just... Always on cake, bro. Why are you always think about cake, <laughs> yeah, Danny? Love cake, man. Yeah, just give me some cake. <laughs> Bind on pickup cake is fine. Eat it if you want to eat it. Don't if you want to eat it. Bind on pickup cake. <laughs> Binds to your hips is what it does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm over it. You know, it's sort of one of those things. Looking forward to Brimstone now, but some, something like that was something I've had in other games. You know you just you log in after three years of playing the game and you just got an inventory full of like presents or something just something fun because it's like isn't it? it's a celebration the game's still live the server's still live and i think it should have been a little hey thanks for sticking with us everyone who's still playing for all this you know madness we've we've done but yeah that would have that would have been fine for me but yeah it is what it is yeah onwards to brimstone i guess and what's coming out soon i think the problem that they run into is you're right uh both of you are kind of really kind of hitting it if they if they dropped anything because like we do kind of have the skin the drops you know are going on right now we know that we know that there is going to be an anniversary kind of you know skin and things like that it does feel like it just ended up being like, this is the one year and it's just not ready. And as a part of the starting, like we want to stop taking a step back. You know, we take two steps forward, one step back. So even if they end up mo moving to a model where they're taking one and a half steps forward and we're not making, you know, negative progress in, in some areas, uh, that, that'll be a win. So like, I can understand it, but you're right. Like, I think that would have been something where it's like, Hey guys, just log in and boom, this thing is here for you, you know, and a cake, I think would have been a really cool idea. Uh, like, you know, we've all played guild wars. Like we're very, very aware of it. And they have these birthday presents, right? Like, Hey, it's your, it's your birthday. It's your character's birthday. Uh, I think something, a system in that nature at some point in the future would be really cool because not everybody's joined the game or joined on day one. They might've joined at different parts and that ends up being kind of a, a little thank you for being in the game for like a year, et cetera. So that could be something that would be um, feedback that I would apply to it. I think for me, like we, the, the, the their drop, their, their news is like the, we're, they're going to talk about the roadmap in October. And it's like, man, that would have been so much, so much hype and excitement to sit down and say, okay, guys, now we're going to talk about the roadmap. And I think essentially that's going to be really interesting to see if they go with what people kind of like the two options, no man's sky, you know, constant updates, et cetera, or an expansion model. Do you guys think, do you get a feeling either way, if they're going to go with like, you know, maybe like an every other year expansion, or do you think they're just going to go no man's sky roadmap, you know, a uh, yearly roadmap, kind of like what we can expect. Uh, Danny, what, what do you think? I I like honestly I really don't know. I, I'd like to I'd like to think at some point they'd drop an expansion with all these cool uh you know new features, potentially a new place, you know, obviously mounts and raids are on the cards and, and maybe that's a big enough feature that they would be like, right, expansion time, new place, raids, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Um but I think I think from from what I gathered from when I was speaking to them, they're they're very happy with what happened at launch. Well, they're very happy in terms of who bought the game at launch, mm -hmm. and that was enough to be like, okay, we've got some money to to play with for for a bit of time, at least the rest of 2023, you know, at least 2023. Um, and then maybe once that finishes, I'm like, okay, we need to revisit maybe selling something else on top, or I don't, I really don't know. It's a, it's a really tough one, but I think for now, at least for the for the near future, it's just going to be updates, 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 um, before they look to do anything else. What do you think, Morty? <clears throat> Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I was eating some oatmeal too. I told you, man, this morning's been morning. super hectic. Dude, I love uh, it. I love this. I love hanging. Uh, I always. Forty's the best, man. It's like it, there's nobody I think that brings real into a conversation. Got that? Got that oatmeal sticking? <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know it's. I know it's not. I'm bringing. I'm bringing very unprofessional into your very professional work environment, Brian. And I, I do apologize, oh, man. For that. But, but uh, so so, <laughs> we're, we're talking about about the roadmap, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about what we want to see on the roadmap. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Cause it's like a, the question I was ultimately was like, do you think we'll end up going with an expansion or a paid expansion model? Or do you think you go yeah. no man's sky in roadmap? Because, and then essentially that bleeds into an obvious question is like, what do you guys want on the roadmap as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I feel like 
I feel like they may, man, I don't know. This is a tough question. You know, mm -hmm. I, it's hard to tell after Brimstone, if they're going to go like a paid expansion model. I don't know. I've thought about it before and I feel like we may end up seeing a paid expansion. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something in 2023, uh, some sort of big paid expansion. I also wouldn't be surprised if they just move towards the, excuse me, towards the, uh, towards the area of like, you know, they've talked about before season passes, et cetera. So I also wouldn't be surprised if they move towards, towards, that direction of monetization mm -hmm. versus like a paid expansion which i think would be cool too i mean how cool would it be if you get these huge updates that are free and you just pay this this optional uh season yeah. pass i think that would be really cool and could set them apart in the mmo genre so mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised either way for me to like predict is very very difficult i i i don't know at this point man it's hard to say but i wouldn't be surprised either way i i think i might prefer like I don't know what I which one I'd prefer. Either one would be fine, to be honest. I'm I'm totally fine with paying for an expansion. I think that's that's great, and I would also be okay paying for a season pass as long as we're getting good content updates all the time. You know, mm -hmm. the um I the my experience with the the expansion ends up becoming a huge more marketing because we already saw just the level of interest in the game when they started talking about Brimstone and how yeah, and people label point. it an expansion. And in my mind, I'm like I, I wouldn't go. Like, I just don't feel like there's an expansion. And so then that get, becomes expansion. a whole <laughs> map expansion. Map expansion. Yeah. So people like, yeah. they're expanding the map. It's like, like, what does this term mean? It, it just kind of yeah. goes back to my frustration with Destiny. It's like when they'd call these little DLC updates, you know, expansions. I'm like, come on. Like, it, it had, there's weight in that word. And maybe we've watered it down. Um, you know, so what do you guys want to see? Because the, another thing they teased, you know, to a degree, which we've had teased for over years, daggers. Like, is that something that you feel is the is the most critical weapon to, to make its way into the game after the greatsword? I, I would I would say no. Like, I, I I I think daggers would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a mega fan. I'm not a mega fan. You know me. I'm 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 all for sort of the front line uh, bruiser attitude. And I think daggers would actually be kind of fun, but given the state of how everything at the moment is very dex led and very sort of nimble runaway type pvp i think the daggers would aid to that as well so i think i think the new the the, the new changes coming to the, the equip load and the dodging and things could really make space for daggers and it, they could really they could really have a place but i think like right now today i'd be kind of sad if they brought out daggers in the way life here. but i don't know i don't know it could it could work fantastic you know taking down the bows the muskets that we see a lot of at the moment i don't know it's a tough one but i don't i don't what I don't, weapon, I don't care what for weapon is, so not if you don't care for daggers what weapon you want to see uh, after honestly a, a big two-handed mace <laughs> yeah. big, Danny, big, we're uh... great for Danny. <laughs> oh yeah sorry sorry yeah and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh can, can we delete single-handed weapons and like go all two-handed all two-handers <laughs> I like the idea of like dual hatchets or something where you can use the, the shield with other weapons too, you know, like hatchet, uh, hatchet with the shield, spear with the shield. That would be really lovely to see. But I think that's quite a big, big work to change, to change that. So. What do you think, Bordy? Dude, I think we need another focus weapon is what I think. We have the, mm -hmm. we have the life staff and then we have the void gauntlet and the void gauntlet is like, you know, it's like a back bar focus weapon. There is no other options for healing in the game. You have life staff or bust and that's basically it. So I think that's really what the game needs. Now, what do I want? Well, yo, dude, I'm like a schizo build, man. So daggers are right up my alley. That's what I want, <laughs> yeah. Danny. Fluff your, fluff Sorry, your man. We're going, we're going, we're going. Redbird's not here today, so he's here with us in spirit. So I'm going to say fluff your big two-handed mace because that's what he would say, you know? I mean, that's Redbird's <laughs> words. I don't know what he would say he wants in the game, but I think that would be cool. I, I, I don't know about daggers either because um because you're right, Danny. Right now, like the meta is so so dex heavy and so like very mobile, etc. It's like I feel like that does maybe need to be toned down just a bit. I feel like that's also why we see so many bows and like bow PR happening right now is because of the mobile the mobile aspect of the game, right? These people, you can play like a dex build and get away pretty easy because of all the keen speed, because of all the stuff built into the bow kit and the musket kit. And then you have the rapier on the back bar, which is a whole other soapbox that we're not going to go on today, I promise. Uh, and so I, I feel like the mobility and the way you, you can escape, et cetera, has, has led to this like bow PR aspect that we have. And, and I do agree, Danny, I'm not a big fan of like of the bow PR. Uh, I don't really want to play Call of Duty in New World. And that's kind of, it's kind of, how it feels sometimes in OPR. So so I, I would like to see a focus weapon come into the game, like some other option for healing maybe. Um, but I, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I, I have a lot of wish list uh, weapons, but I don't know if any of them will ever make it in. It'd be interesting because I see chat. Oh, go ahead, Danny. 
I was going to say there's hints, isn't there, about the Celestial Gauntlet that that's potentially alongside daggers or near to daggers. That will be something that comes. And I don't know anything about it or I haven't really thought about it. So that could potentially be that sort of middle ground between a bit of damage and a bit of support, maybe mm -hmm. to, to bounce off the life stuff. Like I do want to kind of address what Chad's talking about with like an Scythe and Necromancer, because that could be kind of a focus kind of build where you kind of say focus ends up being healing or like it's like kind of has this balance of your soul and life, etc. you know, in terms of lore. Yeah. Um, but essentially like, yeah, like having... Um, you know, when we talk about, uh, support, like that's one of the things I actually would love to see as a change within the group finder. We do have it where you have roles, you know, tank healer DPS. And it's like, I really yeah. th like this game offers so much hybrid, you know, like you could be a tank, you know, healer paladin build, like you could be a DPS sub healer, right? Like I wish that we had a little bit more flexibility in the, that tool and its role assignments, especially with loadouts where it sounds like in terms of that system itself, that might be where we're going to assign our roles in the future and i'd love to see some kind of expansion of that uh of that model as well um all overall like that's uh, yeah like it's the, what y'all i hear you both guys saying is like hinting heavily at uh you know potential like the game has so much potential for new weapons and new strategies and new builds and new ways to play it would be uh truly truly fantastic now it's all also in chat let me scroll up a little bit uh, i think i might have lost the red dr lons says how do you guys feel about the 24 to 48 hour notices of updates and such? Wouldn't it be uh, get people more excited if the, when they actually would know uh, when an update is coming? What do you guys think? I would, I would think, I would think so. We, we were talking about this the other day, actually, knowing when Brimstone's going to launch. You know, mm -hmm. Brimstone's coming out yeah. on this day, or this is coming out on this day. Um, yeah, I, I see, I see value behind that as well. And I, 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 someone mentioned, you know, ima imagine knowing when Brimstone's coming out. A lot of us. You know, we all have you know jobs and and family and stuff. But look at launch. So many of so many of us, some of our friends, just took time off because we wanted to play. You know, we the launch of uh, moments like this are important to people in there. You know, in the gaming world. So having some having some time to plan and prep for this would be nice. But I think they yeah. they possibly won't do it just in case things go wrong. You know, and then they then they're letting people down again. So yeah, yeah, it would be good though. It would be nice. Yeah, you don't like we saw that happen, you know, and even like with Final Fantasy 14, where Endwalker was set to come uh, come out and they had to delay that. And it was I think that caused a lot more hurt than if they had waited to, to, to announce the date and realize like they needed a little bit more time to make sure that these things were functional. So it's like it is this rock in a hard place because like I agree, like people want to take time off. And I saw somebody giving me like guff, like who takes time off for a video game? <laughs> I was like, people take time surprised. off for movies. Like, who, <laughs> yeah. who cares? Like, I'm not their boss. I'm not in charge of how they manage their time. If they want to take <laughs> a day off to, to play a game, et cetera, like, that's awesome. And I wonder if streaming culture in and of itself kind of adds to that that effect. You know, if you're like, if you're at work and it's a slow day and you're kind of like, man, I like, I'm not doing anything really good today. Like, it would be cool to be just like a part of something, a part of an event, a part of that initial rush that sometimes goes wrong. Like, let's we've all seen launches that go wrong yeah. you know you're like all right well just wait a couple days and it sorts itself out you know so it's you know i don't i don't judge anybody but i think that you're right danny when it comes down to they need if they need to get some announcements some dates out to uh the base as quickly as possible and kind of detail that because do y'all think they're gonna stagger uh this uh this release like they did with the july release where content rolls out over the course of a couple weeks as opposed to like all on one big day what do you think what do you think borny uh, my prediction is yes, I think they will. It makes sense in my mind that they'll stagger it. There's a lot of things coming in, man. You have fresh start servers, you have the Halloween event, you have Brimstone. To me, it makes sense to stagger those because players want to experience all of those aspects. So whenever you drop them all at one time, the Halloween event's going to take away from Brimstone and Brimstone's going to take away from the Halloween event. Like who's going to go do the Halloween event whenever you have Brimstone sitting over there in a new zone to go explore, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, people like me that are degenerates will, but I don't know, I don't know. Uh, you know, if the average player is going to have time to invest in all of those aspects of the game. So to me, it makes sense for them to stagger it. I'm not sure uh, what their plan is, though. I have no idea, but I would I, I'm hoping for a staggered thing, you know. What do you think, Danny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think st staggering is nice. We we were sort of saying potentially, you know, maybe fresh start comes first. Mm -hmm. You know, if we get the fresh start servers, then we'll get a chance to play with the friends that haven't played it for a while or friends that are coming back and we can all we can all join and the, the whole fresh start is a completely different chat, I guess. But that could happen first and then Brimstone could drop 
two weeks later, for example. And I don't think people would be too annoyed, I don't think, uh, because it gives people to sort of play through uh, the early stages of the game and then Brimstone launches and a lot of people might be somewhat near a similar stage. But I, th I, th I think either way would work for me personally. But I think for... Mm, it's, a, it's a difficult one, but I think Staggered would, would be nice as well. Yeah, I do I agree with you. So as we look forward to... Um, obviously any kind of any kind of news because I actually am 100% on board with you guys literally with release the the fresh start servers with the new player experience and the great sword yeah. and then a couple weeks later then drop brimstone so that way anybody who wants that that experience and wants to rush they could actually step into brimstone on a technical fresh start server so it ends up being this bigger event which from data leaks and stuff like that we see that there's an event plan for the battle for new world you know twitch having a, a key component i'm not going to press anybody in this podcast to see if they've been invited to such things we we will we'll let announcements roll out as announcements roll out but uh like overall like this is something that is actually i think one of the biggest strengths one of the reasons why like when i'm Danny, like in the pre-show, you're saying like, people are like, why are you still playing this game? You're like, I just love it. Like, it's like, <laughs> it, it gets a hold of you. It just gets like, for me, it just, it, I just love this game. And I, I finally, I think I understand a couple key components because one of the reasons I've often said that MMOs, like, especially they don't have a, you know, any kind of nostalgia factor struggle is because they don't have any kind of real hook that you can lean on when there's content gaps. You know, when you're sitting here going like, well, like I really want, to play more, but there's nothing for me to do. What do I do? Well, you kind of lean on to that nostalgia. Final Fantasy 14 as a, as a real classic example for my own personal experience. Like, oh, I Final Fantasy. Like, I, lo I love that. I know that. Um, but New World never had that. And I was trying to always search within myself, like, what is it about New World that is actually, you know, hit checking that nostalgia box for me? Like, and, I, and when you go and step into the world, like for me, I grew up in East Texas, anywhere. Uh, if anybody's in that area, knows Nacanowhere, Nacogdoches. Uh, very uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, I know Bordy's a Texas yeah. guy yeah you know you got that Lufkin Texas you know area mm -hmm. lots of rain lots mm -hmm. of trees I was sitting here playing New World and I was like holy crap this reminds me of my childhood and like that's <laughs> where I was like for me I, I it got it got its hooks in but that's something where it's like yeah I'm, I'm still playing the game I still think like though the other aspect is like they have a huge marketing arm that they don't have to go spend all this money on ads and it's called Twitch like and it's switch drops like you go and look uh, i go i've gone and stu done studies on y'all's channels and other content creators is like when you see drops come in it's like there is interest there there is like even if it's like i'm not actively playing this game but i don't want to miss out on this drop all of a sudden i'm sure you guys feel the love it, even just in lurk support yep. what do you think like about what what like i guess the real the real question i'm building up to is that what do you want to see integrated with new world and twitch that would make y'all's content your play even better like that 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 gives a uh, new world a competitive advantage what do you think guys think okay first boy uh sure man i i so back in the beginning man they had this thing introduced where there was like a tie-in with twitch and new world right like mm -hmm. they had this but that was so crazy because whenever you're running around you had a target on your back man you had, and i don't i think that may be why they took that out because like i remember in the early days bro we were running around in the beta and it had the it had my viewer count over my head and so people people were gunned for you you know it wasn't it wasn't a very great uh experience i don't think even though now like most people most people know who the streamers are in the directory i think and so especially when danny's running around you know he's like the celebrity of all celebrities um so everybody knows danny boy but whenever <laughs> whenever uh whenever you're running around a game people most most of the time know you are but it's like it's different when you have that big number of your head dude it's like this target so that was kind of a feature they tried uh that they tried to implement that i don't know that it that it that it worked great so to be honest, I'm not real sure. The drops are amazing. A lot of other games do that. And I've thought about this before because they they do have this opportunity with Twitch to do some really cool things. Um, and and I don't I I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess I'm not creative enough to think of the ways to utilize it other than drops and 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 how they're using it right now. But I would like to see some very interesting way that they tie it in because they are, you know, they have this tie to to Twitch. I mean, it's Amazon Game Studios and Twitch. They should do something really cool. And I just I don't know what that would be. Uh, but I don't know, man. You guys have thoughts or ideas? I'd love to hear them. I was going to say, do you remember when um, Lost Ark launched? There was a sort of a, a plug-in for Twitch that you could 
you could use or link up with Lost Ooh, Art. Yeah, and... plugins or extensions would be dope for gear yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the big things is like, what are you running? What's your build? How are you doing this? You know, sometimes I run a 50 con tank and everyone's like, well, fair enough. Sometimes the runs end up for two hours, but sometimes they're very good. <laughs> um, and people are like, what are you doing? What's your, what's your build for this? What's your build for the PVP? Especially when we're in OPR and we're surviving so long. It's I'm being carried by a healer, but people want to see what I'm running essentially. And that would be a really cool sort of feature. But yeah, I, I, I liked it launch as well. There was something, there was something wasn't there in their building where you could interact with Twitch and then talk in game or in, invite people from so some things like that but yeah sort of plugins extensions to actually sort of drive engagement on twitch would be actually very good and give people a, a reason to come here outside of you know people enjoy being on twitch and that's fantastic but like you say when drops are on boom people come in for the drops but when they're here for the drops and they're maybe lurking and they are genuinely interested in what people are up to what's this what's that and maybe you could interact somehow with twitch and this is surely the game they should be doing this on right this is one yeah. of if not their main game well it is their main game and they should be sort of inventing with this it's such a great place yeah the um i i mean when it comes down to like the subscriber number things like that i think just open it up to the to the content creator whether they want to like choose to have that one of the yeah. things we see is when wars are being you know, people broadcast wars and having any kind of integration it would be great to be like oh you want to watch this war here are the people yes. already streaming it and literally like click and all of a sudden like same thing with like arena right like being that there's no real coliseum being that you know sometimes you're just kind of on the outside twitch ends up being a really interesting gateway into that and so we've seen war shoutcasters really grow like when it, and it's really exciting to see that kind of success but some kind of integration with that i think like the subscriber armory, I see chat bring that up. I, I would love to see something like along those lines. I'd love to see something obviously used with channel points and like extensions. Like there's so much potential, like every little aspect and facet of this game is like, huh, I want, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And, and that kind of leads me to my next question is that guys, we're, we're in year two, year two. like this is uh they've year one is a, is a really good way of kind of dusting yourself off, figuring out. I feel MMOs all have it, no matter who they are, are going to struggle within the first couple of years. It does not, I, I just don't see any other game that has the other example, right? There's no, there's no utopian MMO out there that people are like, oh yeah, this is, this is clearly how you manage it. Um, but now we're in year two. What do you guys want to see specifically within this year that you feel is going to make new world, uh, you know, a continued success for you and, and overall for the, the, the gaming population is that increased player growth is that specific content i would like to get your thoughts on the raids but we'll we can talk about that more focused here in a second what do you think Ooh, that's a that's a that's a big one buddy you got any ideas <laughs> <laughs> growth for the game for year two. Oh man um raids i think are definitely huge you know i think that's going to be a really big deal for the game bringing those in and i think just continuing i personally enjoy the horizontal progression that they're going in with mm -hmm. like the heart gym runes etc i really really like that because it gives new players a chance to kind of catch up i enjoy the horizontal progression in game versus like shoving down new level caps etc like here's the, here's here's the truth man you add a new zone and you force me to go level up again that that content only really only lasts so long you know yeah. the heart gem runes are something that you can continuously use over the course of your gameplay and they can add new heart gem runes whenever they want they can adjust those perks on those things they can shake things up a lot utilizing those versus like here's 10 more levels here's a little bit more power creep go do this so i i personally enjoy horizontal progression i think that mm -hmm. makes players more invested into the game and keeps players playing long term because you're playing for fun at that point and you're not necessarily playing for the next grind and then you stop whenever you hit that mark so i like what they're doing there i would like to see more of that stuff horizontal progression i would like to see more story driven content in the game I think with Brimstone coming in, they're doing a fantastic job with like integrating the Isabella story with with her talking in your head and all of those things and just more ways to get involved and immersed in the world of a tournament because it's so amazing. It is like the most beautiful MMO on the market has some of the best like just exploration feel and players love that, man. And I think sometimes I do this. I know for sure I get short sighted because I play the game so much. I get like short sighted and think, well, what would I what would I want? You know? 
know what I mean? And but I'm I'm probably in all honesty in the top one or two percent of the degenerates to play the game because I play it all the freaking time, you know. And that's not the that's not the normal player. So sometimes I have to stay, take a step back and be like, Yo, dude, what would if I were still working my CFO job, bro? If I'm still over here working all day long and I come home to play an MMO for my two three hours a night, what would I want? And those are things I would want, you know, just to get lost in the video game. And uh, and I think that they're heading in the right direction. But yeah, just more more ways to get immersed. And, and, and I think they'll I think they'll do that. I hope we get some huge like other piece of, of land and a map expansion again in in 2023, which I'm sure we will. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man, as far as specifics, those those would be it, I think. Nice. Uh yeah this this is this is this is i guess is a tough one right because it's short short term changes that i'd like to bring up some realistic ones not my idea of boarding a pirate ship and having a naval battle you know Dude, that's I'm, like I'm, that's I'm, <laughs> we're, we're, um, spending, we're spending jeff bezos's money here man we could we, we can do that go. all day long <laughs> um i i think for me it, it's everything that revolves around territory control that's the big one and i think that's because that involves open world content whether that's uh I want to see invasions happen in towns. I want to see open world PvP happen more. Then you got the money, the tax, and all that sort of stuff. I think needs to be somewhat uh, uh, amended a little bit. I think it needs to be changed slightly. Um, and then obviously the PvP missions, which would involve the open world or PvP. So the territory control thing is is such a big part of the game, and I think that would be awesome to be looked at and just tweaked and balanced and, and made a bit more exciting. The big one for me, I think, is already on their to-do list for this year, or this roadmap, is the leaderboards. I think mm. leaderboards will be a huge drive for people to like repeat content, play content again. And that's not just like who's the best uh, in OPR, who does the most kills. You know, That's one part of it. But the other part I want to see is, we spoke about it before, I think, is those company leaderboards, you know? Mm. So who fishes the most, who's chopped the most trees. And they have those stats. They showed it to us, right? So yeah. stick that into companies and make companies like a, like a fun fun place for people to be and chill and and then the last ones will be cinematics cross server content and then gear sets they mm. are that i think is key so yeah that'll be what i want and I, I i think some of that stuff is happening i just like to see it happen like now let's go <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah loadouts are going to be i think a real big game changer especially for me i've been just living in a healer build and it's like well you know like i like tanking i like playing other you know things but i'm like oh you know it ends up being such a hassle it's going to be a balance though because one of the things you don't end up like there we can over convenience ourselves to the point where some of the magic of the game could get lost and it becomes yeah. that chore and so hopefully they continue to fight against this chore mentality that other mmos have really developed um to their detriment like i think it's a short-term fix but then a long-term problem and so then you end up having that idea because like one of the things i enjoy about the game is yeah, I, I could go and do that if I want to, but there's I'm not feeling like that it's over incentivized and that I'm at a disadvantage if I choose not to. Like, I don't think I've even bought orbs off of the faction vendor for a couple of days. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll do that, you know, if I if I feel like it, because I end up just kind of going in, you know, whatever organic direction. I do agree absolutely with cross server, uh, especially when you start looking at, you know, uh, 3v3 arenas at the level banding that they have in that. OPR will benefit. That's actually tying into the fresh start servers because one of the things that I, I know that there's a demand, but how long is a fresh start server, a fresh start server, right? Like, is it six <laughs> yeah. months? Is it six weeks? At some point, like you're like, okay, that was fun. I'm either going to go back to my character or oh, that was fun. And now the server's dying. We need to be able to bring in fresh blood, uh, whether that's a transfer and that could always affect the economy. So the, like, that's going to have to be handled with care. I think if they brought in the fresh start server and they had cross server play, the, the server would be fine because there are people who want to play on smaller pop servers and who then don't want to be cut off from content. And so then we know that it's on the roadmap. We know we just don't know where that's on the roadmap. And I think having a clear definition of kind of when we could start to have these expectations as us as content creators can help educate the player base. So when somebody's coming in and if cross server play is the thing that's keeping you from playing the game, it would be great for me to say, all right, well, that's summer 2023. Like we, that's when they're targeting it. They've already established that when they say they're going to do something, they're going to do something. Um, the only question that we have, right, I personally have right now is the leaderboards that you bring up because that's set for fall. And if, if Brimstone is October and we, we don't have leaderboards on the PTR, does that mean we're going to get that in December, which still yeah. constitutes the fall? Like if, you know, so I'm like, I'm not going to fault them unless we're talking about January. But again, like establishing that, like when they put something on the roadmap, that means it's coming. 
And so that kind of builds that trust and helps build that excitement. Um, beyond uh, crossover for me, like my biggest thing, and actually, you know, um, I don't know why I'm this way, but it's like, I, it drives me absolutely nuts that XP hits the floor. Like, I know it doesn't bother a lot of people and people were like, oh yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like my weapons are capped at 20 and XP is at 60. Like I, I literally have a, like all these quests that I could turn in, but I refuse to because I, I hate seeing XP hit the floor. And if they came up with some system that they already have created for gathers and crafters, to allow that that XP to continue just to fill up and, and and reward me with a little a little thank you message I don't care like something <laughs> that it's like cool thank you here's a here's a, here's a gypsum orb for doing this like like that would be so absolutely thrilling because just that fact that XP and so when y'all brought up the horizontal content couldn't agree more namely because one of the things that does is I think it helps if they continue to raise the cap and increase the cap. At some point, that creates a problem for new players coming in. We saw that with World of Warcraft, right? They had to go and claw back levels. So you got to start thinking about like this game after year 10. I hope they don't continue to rush like some kind of vertical progression. I think horizontal ends up being a way easier way to continue to invite players into the game and not say like, well, guys, you got 120 levels to go. And the only way to get <laughs> and the only way to do that is you have to grind your ass off or you can pay to skip and then Nobody likes those systems. Nobody's like, yay, they brought in skip potions, right? Like, what do you guys think? Skip potions, <laughs> vertical progression, where do you stand? Yeah, you're, you're, fu you're fully right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it makes so much sense. And, you know, there's, there's lots of, um, you know, uh, doubling of XP and speeding up of XP and all this sort of stuff. And that, that's, that's fine because people are sort of getting to the end game a lot quicker now. But like you say, we're, we're all there. Or twiddling our thumbs a little bit and i log in every day and i got my sort of daily checklist and i'm doing the same stuff and over and over again and that that's fine i enjoy it i i do do this and i do enjoy it but yeah imagine if you could just hit 61 like a fake 61 it's not a real one a fake 61 and get 500 umbral shards or something it's not going to kill the game and it's yeah. going to feel rewarding to keep playing the game so yeah i'm, I'm all in on that it's such a, such a sensible idea <clears throat> Yeah, I'd actually rather see that than uh, than them actually increase the level cap like mm -hmm. you talked about earlier. I think horizontal progression is the way to go for long-term success in a video game because you're right. Once you hit the grind, it's like at some point down the road, you're going to hit a cap where it's like, well, how many levels do you continue to add? Is, is, at some point, are we hitting level 1,000? And then what does that yeah. mean? Like, exactly. what does it mean for me to hit one? Th why is hitting level 1,000 any different than whenever I hit level 60 back in the day? You know, So adding horizontal progression to me personally, I like that that model way better than uh than vertical progression and i think there is a point with the umbral shard system where they could maybe have some vertical progression with increasing uh increasing gear score mm -hmm. i think that would be okay they could increase that a little bit and then have us like get higher drops in the raids and stuff like maybe 625 gear in the drops or something like that, or in the raids that would be cool um yeah there's a lot of things brian every time i talk to you man you you uh <laughs> you go on a rant about 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 this and it cracks me up the, uh, it's, it is the, literally like, like i <laughs> so they did the survey i don't know if y'all filled it out but i was like i got i published my survey to the channel because like this is what i answered right like i'm not an expert in everything i didn't answer anything about what pvp weapon balances because i don't like i was like i pvp but i'm like i do not have any insight i'm like this is how i play i'm either good or bad i probably at any given day one or the other even with my same build but like i was like when it comes down to it like the number one thing was xp same thing with weapon xp hitting 20 like let that stuff like stay at 20 i'm not i don't need more points but just reward me with like a, a weapon like hey, hey you got you know you got your sword to theoretical 21 you're still 20 but here you know here's this here's this sword roll for you you know that's you know oh, cool like thank you or you know yeah some umbral shards do you guys think um that they should open up umbral shards to more named items uh, lower than 590 like as a way of like farming some you know stuff from the early day where you could actually like do you think that that they would you'd like to see an expansion of what the umbral shards could be used for they changed they changed something didn't they where a lot of the old and sort of named items should be uh dropping at 590 now or mm -hmm. something like that so yeah it has, i think they've changed something but yeah there's definitely more ways to yeah some of the some of the earlier content up i think the some of the biggest is like the some of the way the gear looks looks awesome early mm -hmm. days gear you can't use it higher on so that goes into a bit of a transmog system but yeah i think i think you're right they did change um i saw something on the ptr 
a couple of days ago is like all the epic and legendary named items now have this like shiny banner and things and that's kind of like a very small change nothing to do with your question forgive me but yes i agree yeah. i think it would be good to i, thought I was actually back. lurking on your stream and i was like that's awesome for the named items yeah mm, absolutely really cool. it's beautiful yeah that's that's my uh that's my rant like it's like if they did that like it's like i don't <laughs> it probably would be bad for me and my health. I'm like, I'm, oh, I gotta grow. I'm leveling it up and love XP. Um, yeah. Like, I it's like funny. Yeah, we all have we all have these rants we go on. You know, yours is that. Mine is mine is always territory control and mm -hmm. servers. I talk about those every single day. I think because I think those are the two biggest issues in the game. And I, I didn't mention that whenever we we're talking about the 2023 what we wanted to see in there because I I think those are to me just given uh, and maybe it's just in my mind because i i harp on them every day like the territory control system is not great for the game servers need to be addressed somehow with crossover queues etc those are my top two things that i hope they address in 2023 but beyond that yeah it's just it just cracks me up because everybody <laughs> every time you go to somebody's stream or whatever everybody yeah, has their one, one you thing. know their one or two things they just like die <laughs> you're on right like you, it, it, yeah. it just cracks me up and you're not wrong about <laughs> territory control like it's like one of the things like all of a sudden it's like these are some of the, the real key things and them kind of getting those systems in place. Cause even when the game launched, I was like, I would eat. Oh, you're a thousand in queue. It'd be cool if they were like, go guest on this, this server for a little bit. Cause there's nobody over here right now. We're just going to let you play. And we'll let you know when your queue is ready for your home world. Like you just want to, you just want to play, right? Like you just, you just want to get in. You don't want to wait in, you know, hours queue, but it does sound like, you know, at least their, their, their estimate, like having a queue of five to 10 minutes, not really an issue. Um, you know, that that's, I think that's actually, people kind of like seeing that as a, a sense of health. I, I see that in other MMOs like, oh yeah, I got a queue of a hundred people, you know, all right, this two minute wait, three minute wait, not a problem, but that means people are still active on my server. I like being a part of that. And so, um, but yeah, uh, what would you do for territory control? Like what is your, what is your fix, uh, that you'd like to see them uh, bring in? Holy crap, man. I can't tell you how much like thought I've put into this. And I, I, at the end of the day, man, I'm not real sure because there's a couple of things I don't like about the system that I'm not really sure how you would ever fix it, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, what the solution is. One of the things I've thought about before just to in incentivize, um, open world pvp and i think i've mentioned this uh i don't know several times maybe on here before i don't know if i have forgive me but the uh like a lattice system like eso has only um not a not a cyrodiil but within each territory you have these smaller forts so you have to connect those forts so like a faction or a company would have to go down there and connect these forts uh which would promote ongoing all the time open world pvp in mm -hmm. every single zone and then and then once they're connected that would then trigger the war uh, and then that's how you trigger the war versus doing these mindless PVP missions over and over. Mm -hmm. You actually have to engage in like some sort of PVP, which I think would be cool. Or, but th then again, we might see just people going and capping these locations and no, no, con no, you know, no contest like we have now with the PVP mission. So it's kind of tough. Just things like that to incentivize open world PVP, I think would be great. But then as far as like the actual process of war itself the reason i think it's so bad is because it's gated by players and that tilts me man because i know like i get into wars a lot um but i know a lot of people that just don't and they get frustrated by it because they can't you know again these are people that play the game at night they come home play it two three hours a night and they're yeah. working towards like I'm getting my gear so I can go war. That's what I'm doing. And then they get to that point and they get decent at the game. They have good gear and they've spent the last eight months of their life grinding away only to find out that this, this dude over here gatekeeps the content. It's like, Hey yeah. man, I really want a war. And then yeah, these people are like, yeah. no dude, you can't get in the war, man. I'm sorry. Because, uh, I don't know who you are and you're not my friend. So yeah. I, I don't, and it's like, it feels like this popularity yeah. contest. I think anytime you have content in a video game, that's gated by the players, that's not a good feeling, man. Um, and it's not a good feeling, especially for like the demographic of MMOs, because I think the vast majority of people that play MMOs now are probably a little bit older, you know, like us, where we've grown up with MMOs, et cetera. And dude, let's be realistic, man. I'm forever young, dude. My plan was the Benjamin Mutton plan. Y'all selected get older. I selected always get younger. <laughs> hey, I, and you're looking great, Brian. You're looking, yeah. I've lost weight hey, this year. So I lost, I'm down, I'm down 35 pounds. Got, still got a little ah. bit to go. So, you know, still got another like 60 pounds I need to lose to really be at that right weight. But the um, I actually I, I do want to I, I, I'd love to get uh, Danny's thoughts on some open world PVP as well, because I'd love to talk about PVP. I have a couple of ideas. I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on them. But Danny, I want to give you the floor since you're, you're my main PVP guy. So if there's an if there's anybody else out there, be sure to shout them out. 
That's very kind. I, I, I actually, um, to, to be completely honest, I'm pretty bad at PvP. What, I'm, <laughs> what, I've, what I've been very good at is teaming up with good people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and just Surround being the louder the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I absolutely love open world PvP and I love being in the wars, but the you know I've, I've been bouncing between companies recently with the guys that i play regularly and it is it is constant i wouldn't say drama but it's it's so much effort and it's so much time not just for you as a player to be involved in wars and open world content um but as a leader of any of these things it's so like it's a it's fully it's a full-time job outside of it because there's nothing in game that supports it so you understand why when someone's like you ain't getting in the war because I don't know you. You aren't good enough because they've spent so much time planning and preparing. It's it's crazy, especially you know maybe on a on a slightly more chill level, it's not so bad, and you kind of just jump in, you have some fun, and it is what it is. But when it starts to get kind of serious and people wanting to take over the territories that earn two three million a week, it gets quite serious. But yeah, at the moment there isn't really any open world PvP. So mm. what we have been doing is if we are in the, if we are online in the evening, we'll look for territories that are being pushed and essentially what you're doing is you're griefing someone's war push you're just pissing them off so they fight you that is that is the only thing you can really do um and that's obviously it feels bad as well because your servers are, are pretty small and you're just going to be annoying companies that are out there pushing so it's it's very it, it is very tough in, in my experience um to sort of make this work but i, I love the idea what bdlg said and we've been speaking about that a lot that you know pre-wars should essentially be a mini war mm -hmm. um and i love the idea of sort of some open world content as well that drives a bit of pvevp to kind of allow people to get into some large-scale content and it's not necessarily wars i don't i think people wouldn't wouldn't care about wars if there was other well i've spoken a lot of people there. some people just don't care but i think a lot of people would love to see sort of population drive to a, a space and just mm -hmm. fight it out whether that's uh, yeah, a PvEVP scenario would be amazing. So I had this dream that this sandworm we all know is going to be this mega open world boss. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a raid boss rather than an open world boss. But yeah, th th it's a difficult one, man. I, I, I sort of went off on a tangent there away from the question. But no, you're good. yeah, open, open world PvP doesn't really, well, it doesn't really exist too much, you know, on most servers. So mm -hmm. I'd like to see that come back. And I think... Oh, dude, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it really so good. I think fun. a lot of people, I think that's why a lot of people are excited about the fresh start because mm -hmm. I think still if you flag up PvP, you get extra XP, right? You do, so. and that's that ties back into my whole XP rant again because it's like yeah. the the longer you're flagged with uh, PvP and, and not killed, the more exp bonus experience you give. I was like, bring that into the PvE side. Experience could be this just, you know, when they talk about so more soloable endgame content, it's like they have all of this stuff that you can kind of solo, but just give people XP. It doesn't need to be efficient, but I've, I've already killed but, that horse but, twice. Yeah, <laughs> they are looking into it, though. I was going to yeah. say on the war side of things, they are looking into it, right? So the idea of potential instance wars are coming. Mm -hmm. um, they're looking at locking down sort of companies so you can't be in shell companies anymore. You really you really need to be in a company and you need 30-odd people in your company to be in the war. So they're trying to make it sensible now rather than just sort of you know, the 10% of a server get to play. They're, tr they're trying ways yeah. to do things. So I got, I have a, two ideas like that. I'd love to get y'all's thoughts on because again, like in my head, I'm like, this is genius. And then the reality ends up <laughs> like, oh, that did, that won't work. Um, but essentially it's kind of twofold. Like I have never done a war in this game. And one of the reasons is, is like, oh, they're scheduled, right? Like they're like, there's no world that I'm like, hey, babe, uh, why don't you put the kids to bed tonight? I got to go play war with the boys. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> and that's the choice. Like, I, again, I do not regret my life choices. I've, I'm very yeah. happy, but a scheduled aspect of it, especially the the demand, the risk, the the cost of war, you know, losing a war it does lead to that player aspect. And so first things first, I want I want to I'm going to come back to that just so like that I have never warred. I want to war. It just doesn't work with the mindset. I could make it work if I really wanted to, but I always end up just having more fun doing every other things. But I still would love to get into that. Now, open world, they kind of fixed it and then they broke it. You know, when they when they brought in the PvP reward track, everybody was like, oh, this is the most <laughs> efficient way. And then everybody went there and it was amazing. Like when you talk to players, like that was such an, an environment. And that just got me thinking, like, why not put a zone as a weekly rotator, like every every Tuesday, 
this is the this is the skirmish zone. There's going to be bonus rewards. This is going to be what's going on. And if you want to flag for open world PvP, if you want to make really good progress, if you want to do whatever, that's where it's happening. And it ends up being a, a whole week. And then after that week is done, something happens, right? So for participating in it at any point in time, for going to those zones, maybe have, like you said, PvE, BPP, having some objectives that you're trying to accomplish and sabotage and whatnot like but having that yeah. kind of as a way of like literally driving people's focus like that's that's really what it ends up being where's the incentive right especially because you know harping back to knowing you know like flagging and having a bonus xp does nothing for you at 60 so like having some incentive some progress they got a pvp reward track but having that mindset and, ha and then having it rotate means that every week it ends up being a whole new playing field like oh my gosh this week and then that changes strategies that changes like how you want to do it uh, you know, I think that would be something truly cool in terms of open world because there is a demand, but okay, you're going to flag and just kind of run around and, and then just get in the risk of getting destroyed. I don't, we're not seeing that level of incentive come into the game. And then the other side of it in terms of war, I, I go back to my Final Fantasy XI roots because Final Fantasy XI had a territory ownership kind of system that was all driven off of, they, they, were, they were all pure PVE uh, content, but all based off of what you're doing in that zone. And my, and my thought is that when it comes to wars, you know, they talked about opening it up so anybody can kind of join in. Imagine just kind of having a weekly points system that, yeah, doing wars is going to earn you points for your faction, for that zone. Doing some like PVE kind of in a lighter sense, like maybe have a PVE activities count for like 5% of the total score because you really want to more and less incentivize PVE as a part of that that structure. But imagine if all of a sudden, like the reason you lost control of the territory uh, was because somebody gathered more wood <laughs> you know, for that other faction. Just just a little bit. Like it that, fun, think, yeah. it'd be interesting yeah. just because it's like, yeah. oh, I made progress. Like anybody can participate, but the the vast majority of points. And so then again, kind of thinking about this weekly rotation. And, and maybe, yes, maybe there is a definitive like this is for not like you know when you think of it like back in school like this grade is weighted heavier than this test is weighted heavier than all the other bs that you've turned in and you're like all right that's you know but imagine like essentially kind of in that aspect so that wars are actually going off more often as a part of these modes more people can jump into them each individual war isn't as intense because you're not going to necessarily lose control of the faction uh, of this territory if if this one's lost but overall the uh, of a given score of the week then your faction essentially is totaled up. And then based off of maybe company participation, then then ownership changes hands or something like that, as opposed to like how it is kind of now. What do you guys think about either of those ideas? They could suck. They could be great. I don't care. Like, I just genuinely curious what <laughs> so you've you been, think. I was going to say, you've been, th you've been thinking about it. Right? I am a nerd. That. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say on the on the first idea, kind of kind of semi ties in with my uh, vision of wanting some magical island to spawn where we can sail to in boats and shoot each other with cannons and uh, then PVEVP when we get on there. You know, I, I like the idea of sort of not not timed content, but some sort of uh, some sort of event that happens throughout the week or or something that happens to kind of mm. drive that engagement and like you say you know even when i spoke to david when i met him in london he, we spoke about we called it green cleave on our server because it was the marauders that controlled great cleave at that time and it just created a space for everyone to, to gather up and even if you didn't like pvp i think people would were, were showing up and being like well, what is happening what is this madness that's going on? people just see people killing each other all day and it was, it was good fun it was yeah. really good fun and I'd like to see that, yeah. So the first idea was was solid, and uh, yeah, the second that makes absolute sense to me as well. It, it just makes sense. So yeah, I'm all in. Let's go with these ideas. Let's take it to New World. <laughs> all right. Hopefully the devs are listening because <laughs> I, I do write up these things on on the forums, and so it's I did uh, I did uh, put in feedback about how the cactuses don't hurt you in Brimstone, and I was yeah. like, and I was excited that they actually tweeted that out. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, are you serious? It was like that actually broke my immersion. Like it like yeah, and New World they so sound like trees as well. <laughs> yeah it's like i was like that actually broke my immersion a little bit i was like it doesn't need to kill me but it would just be like ooh, you know a little <laughs> little damage you know like, i've run it through cactuses what are y'all doing <laughs> you know, i was like all right what do you think Bordy? any of those uh any of those ideas appeal to you or like would you make any changes to them 
Yeah, I mean, I think they're I think they're good ideas. As far as changes, I'm not real sure because it's hard to it's hard to like tweak things whenever they're not implemented, you know. But on paper, those sound pretty interesting for sure. Um, I just am, I'm 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 open at this point to anything that changes territory control that gets more people involved in how that process works. Um, it's such a big part of the game right now. It touches so many things in the game, and so many people just can't participate in that side of it. So, uh, anything anything that pulls in more people, I think, would be really cool. Uh, and you talked about like the timed wars too, man. I'm kind of in the same boat and uh, you know, we don't ever stream wars because they're at night. And and for that reason, mm -hmm. because it's like, I get, I get on, I play the war and then I get right back off because they're usually at a time where I've got to go get my kids in bed or like my wife and I are trying to watch a show or something. And that's the only time we have to do it. And it's like, man, the timed, the timed uh, content, I, I've never been a fan in a game, but that's one of the things that I was talking about. That's like, how do you fix that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you, what other system is there to schedule a war or an event like that? Unless it's like this instance queue up thing like OPR or arenas, like, and then what value does it have if it is a thing that you just queue up for? So it's kind of a tough situation. I don't know how you would fix that, but I'm not, I'm not, and never have been, even whenever I could just sit and play video games all day. I've never been a fan of like, you have to be at your PC at seven o'clock mm. PM CSD or whatever to participate in this event. You have to be here. It's important. Make sure you schedule your day. It's like, well, crap, dude. I, I just want to sit down and play the game and whatever content I want to participate in whenever I sit down is what I want to do. Yeah. And I don't want to have to be forced to come back online to do that content. I've never been a fan of that. I think a lot of people are okay with it. It's just not, it's just not for me. And uh, I, again, I don't know how they get around that though. Yeah, I mean that's just where it becomes like anybody can kind of war whenever they want, and but I I feel you 100 percent ends up being antithetical. It's also I, I don't know how much us being Central Time and being playing on Eastern uh, has that also an impact on that because it's like oh yeah, yeah seven o'clock no effing way like yeah eight or nine yeah that that actually works a little bit better but then that's pushing it like later for for different people in different different regions and it's like all right. Um, so it's something that I hope that we see experiment, even if it was just like they kept that system, but then they talked about opening it up to, you know, like skirmish, like some kind of pr like practice mode. Like, oh, I just want, I hear, I hear so many good things about the mode and it's like, all right, well, may maybe one day, but I'm just not going to, I'm not going to reorient my life, uh, uh, to that as well. But, um, that overall is, uh, you know, I think a good thing I'd like to kind of like, as we wrap up this, this show, um, they talk about raids, you know, like, I think that's something that we've seen uh, feedback in terms uh, of the game a lot. I've often said that it, we do have a raid. It's open world, you know, like you can go uh, do the Merkard, you know, run, which, is, you know, is exciting. But the UI is obviously still keeping the party size at five. So them talking about raids and five and ten, you know, has me hopeful that, yes, we have an instance raid, right? And whatever that looks like in this game. But then at the same time, like, hopefully we don't see them ignore the open world and you know, and, and continue to incentivize, you know, that as an option and, and literally opening up the UI to, you know, to 10 to 20, you know, like, you know, groups in that regards. What are you looking for in a raid? Like, is that, is that, was that a piece of content that you're like, yes, this is exactly what New World needs? Or is this something where you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm excited. Like, what, 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 what did that term, what did that word mean when they were talking about it in the dev update? Ooh. I, I, I think um, we, we looked at it quite a lot and I think they were talking about 15 to 20 man mm -hmm. like instance raid like uh like our current dungeon like our current expedition so i think i think that's i think that would be the plan for them to sort of expand on that it, I, I don't know it's, it's such a difficult one because i think that'd be really awesome for the game it really would if cross server was out and we could cross server queue mm. and and if there was that that sort of fix is not the right word if there was the emphasis back there for the open world i think one thing everyone's always agreed is open world is quality. Everything about the open world in New World is, is fantastic. They just need people to be out there doing stuff. Whereas at the moment, you do see a lot of people just, we'll sit in we'll sit in town now and then we'll queue for an, an exhibition from the map or we'll queue for OPR from the map or all of our content comes directly from the map. And and that's fine to some extent, but we need, we need reason to go back out to the open world. So I hope when raids come that there is that, emphasis on open world before raids and that in my opinion will could possibly come in the form of those uh sort of open world invasions let's call them mm -hmm. so if everfall's got an invasion then the invasion happens in the town and everyone who has a house there should be wanting to to save that town you know mm -hmm. um and 
yeah, open world bosses or something like that. You know, I thought, like I said, the, the sound one would be cool if it was an open world boss. And if you go and kill it, you get a reward. And, you know, if you're flagged, you might get a slightly better chance because there's an extra bit of luck on your... We know luck's fake anyway, anyway. <laughs> luck always feels <laughs> fake, unless you're lucky. If you're lucky, you're like, yeah. this is great. you got to get lucky for the luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so, something, again, to incentivize, like, open world, but... Yeah, I think I think raids. Yeah, 15, 15 20 man raids will come, but as, I would like to see the rest of the game ready for that when raids come. Uh, essentially, that's kind of where my my thoughts are. Borny. Yeah, I mean, I think raids are a fantastic addition, or will be a fantastic addition to the game. And I think they hit the nail on the head when they said they needed to get their mechanics right for all of the expeditions before they implemented raids. One of the things I would like to see are like whenever we talk about raids, open world raids are cool. They're awesome. Um, and having like an open world boss is pretty dope, but you're just going to go zerg that thing down at the end of the day. So I would really love to see, and I think this is where we're going to head is like these, these instanced, you know, raids that are kind of like, like destiny style raids to, kind of, you know, that type of content in the game is super engaging and, and, and awesome. And I think that's where we'll head. One of the things I don't want to see, and I hope they don't implement, I hope to goodness, we don't have 40 man raids in new world. Like mm. my God, dude, it, every time I played in something like that, it is it's such an absolute nightmare to yeah. get, like, there's always going to be two or three people that go afk there's always going to be like this it's just it's, it's just a nightmare so i hope they land in the neighborhood of eight to ten people even 20 people for me is too many uh for new world 20 people is that's a lot of people to coordinate to do mm -hmm. one thing i mean it is a nightmare to get like a war roster together with 50 people you always there's always somebody who can't make it there's always somebody who's not going to be there there's it's just like organizing things like that with that many people is, is is painful and and ultimately ends up changing the experience into a not so fun experience i also don't want to be sitting there for eight hours trying to coordinate 40 people because they're Ooh. they're dipping in and out so that's yeah. th that's awful i want to be able to go get my eight to ten man group go in there complete the content in, in a reasonable amount of time and have a really fun time doing it so i hope that's where they head to i even think 15 is too many man eight to ten for me is a sweet spot but i want to see raids that have actual mechanics actual puzzles actual difficulty all of those types of things associated with the uh with the experience whenever you go into the raid and gear and a reason to go in there and do them over and over Re good repeatable content mm -hmm. and i think if they add that uh man i think that would bring a lot of people in uh, because people love that type of content in an mmo yeah, I've often thought like how cool would it be? And this is a flawed idea because we know human nature will literally like, you know, modify game that uh, and make it efficient to the point of, you know, boring. But how cool would it be if the open world actually impacted the raid? Like, oh, the, if this faction controls this zone, that means this boss yes. is going to be active in the raid. That'd and be super also, cool. I, I think yeah. we all agree that it'd be cool. But then it's like, clearly they've become a standard of like, this is the this is the most efficient way. I mean, that causes oh, drama. Yeah. That would cause rate, you know, like, oh, yeah, you can have trolls like, oh, no, we're syndicates going to control this because we know that's the hardest boss and people are going to really struggle on it. But I, having an impact on that, you know, in that re that regards, I think would be really cool but a weird line now the other thing you touch on i absolutely agree in terms of instanced yeah yeah make it make it 10 like yeah, i think 10 would be like a good a number that you going beyond that ends up being a struggle because we already have five uh, party five uh, <laughs> size of the five but on on the open world side of it like you talk about like zerging it down i actually find that exhilarating i know a lot of people are like oh it's just a zerg fest it's like what it is is variability you might have a zerg you might end up having a group of 10 people like you never know and so you your strategy has to adjust whenever you're in the open world because it could be that everybody on the server is going to beat that thing down really quickly or it's going to be where you're going to show up and you're going to have it like it's it, it always changes it's variable but the uh the instant side of it like all of a sudden you start getting it like into the into the 20s you know we we just don't see that fun that that function or that fun come come into play some people might have fun with that organization but i i don't have fun as a project manager on anything <laughs> like, like <laughs> hey, this is a project guys we got to show up here's your stuff like show up dots do you do your dps lower it like all right now we're going to reward points like it, it does create uh, great internet memes and drama you know down the road but the um yeah i think it's gonna be it's gonna be a interesting piece because i know a lot of people said that that's their thing and I've seen, and I, I get frustrated at kind of the raid culture when the raid is the pinnacle content, the only thing that matters. And it's like, really? Like, it's cool. Like, 
I'm glad I wanted, I want content and options to exist, but I, I don't want that to end up becoming like the barrier. Like imagine if you have to do like we get, do the raid 10, uh, 20 times to unlock this thing that you now need. And you know, becomes you can, people won't even let you into dungeons unless you've done, you know, whatever version of this. It's like, <laughs> ah, whatever. Like that just seems like a waste. Uh, Danny, where could people find you? Um, what, what kind of content you got playing? Um, in the in the in the in the far well semi far future we've got the whole van life thing kicking off um so yeah uh danny tv on on twitch uh we've got we got baby drew in november i'm terrified so that should be fun too any tips send it my way (laughs) uh put a diaper under the diaper when you're changing the baby that way if the baby decides that they're gonna also surprise you then you're then you're already ready to go with with a backup right there that's it's a pro dad tip He's a boy, and I've heard of uh, horror stories with uh, boys and diaper changing. So uh, you will be peed the, on. You r- will be pooped on. <laughs> yeah. Except this is a fact, and life will be fine. Show, <laughs> you know, soap, wash hands, call day. Oh, thanks, guys in chat as well. Thanks, yeah. No, um, Danny TV. We will be doing some, you know, always around. You know, obviously, hang around a lot with BWG and Redbird and uh, Studio Loot Boys. So yeah, I'm I'm around. I'll be on Twitch pretty much all the time. But yeah, Twitch, Twitch, and YouTube is kind of where you can find me and uh yeah i appreciate being here today man it's been been really great fun really enjoyed it morty where can people find you uh yeah man just twitch.tv slash bdlg that's that's the home that's where the magic happens and then obviously over at newworldfans.com that's our baby that's that's where we're at most of the time that's what we're working on probably 80 percent of our time is dedicated over there uh so go yeah go check that out you can find me writing articles over there and then streaming on twitch Hell yeah, guys. You guys put out some awesome stuff. I appreciate all the work that you guys put into it. And I'm uh, I'm ha- excited, hopefully, that y'all success and y- y'all continue to grow. Um, so, guys, please be sure to go give these guys a follow. Links will all be in the description wherever this ends up getting posted. Uh, most likely MP3 audio itself. But I appreciate each and every one of you for taking time today to talk to me about uh, this amazing game. Like, it's, it's you know, happy birthday to New World. Uh, really hopeful that we'll see some really cool stuff in October. Um, so it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty wild and et cetera. So, um, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the podcast uh, itself. Thank you so much for uh, taking time to talk to me today. Hopefully you all enjoyed the show. We're going to get back to playing some actual new world today, uh, right as soon as this thing ends. And, uh, you guys are awesome. Everybody here, uh, that is watching lurking and more are, are amazing people. And I love them dearly. Thanks guys for being here and we'll see you next time.